Yo, what up, what up, what up? It's your girl V Henny. You are now watching the artistry, and we have <gasps> in the flesh. <laughs> King. King is here. King. <laughs> Finally, in Finally, front of the camera. In the flesh. You know, there's times that I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> when I hear yeah. this. <laughs> you know, um, Welcome to the artistry, guys. Welcome. Um, you already know the vibes. Today is going to be a dope show. We have Miss Artistry, Avery Watson. She's going to be in the building. She's in, she's going to be speaking with me in reference to just her, many of her accomplishments, um, sharing her story, and much more. So um, it's just an episode you do not want to miss, you know? And again, we have Miss King Jade right now showing herself. You know, I've been saying for quite some time. I'm here. <laughs> I've been telling her, I'm like, yo, why don't you like? No, I mean, it, I enjoy being behind the camera like very much. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's good though to be in front. It, it feels is. it feels different, it even though I'm so used to being over there. Like it just feels. Like well, the spotlight is welcome like... to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, I want to say cheers. Uh, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. You know, <sighs> so good. It was actually so. Good. It was actually really good. So good. People are gonna start thinking I'm an alcoholic. Mm. They already think it. Yeah. So I'm just like, eh. It's all good. What can you do? But you know, um, shout out to everybody who's been showing the love, support. Um, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. I'm so close to hitting that 1,000 mark of Congratulations. subscribers. Yeah, so it's like, you know what's so funny? It's like when you're so close yet feel so far. Um, but, you know, again, thank you to everybody who's been showing nothing but love. You know, it, it means a lot. Um, you know, so I was, those that follow me on Facebook, um, Instagram, noticed that, you know, we were gone. We was we were gone. We, we came back and, and then I just and I left and now I'm back. <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt like let me tell you something, yo. Home is truly where the heart is <laughs> because being away for such for me it was just a, it felt as like it was a long period of time. Yeah, but I mean, even when we went on our trip mm-hmm. at the end, I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go home, yo. Let me tell you something. So we, people didn't know, you know, like those that, you know, there was a few people asking me, like, where are you guys? We were, you know, we weren't posting our location. There was just mm-hmm. a reason for it, you know. And so many people hitting me up, like, where you guys are at? Where Not you guys? nosy. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, if I tell you, I'm going to have to kill you, you know. <laughs> but we, um, we, we ended up going to Miami and... um Great vibes, yo. The energy, the activities that are out there, if you know, you know. And with that being said, if you are aware of the spirituality world and the whole... Extraterrestrial? Yeah. UFO? UFOs? Mm-hmm. Then... You no, know. definitely out there, the energy is way different. Way different than I expected because I've been to Miami before, mm-hmm. but this time there was just something different. There was a lot of different things going on. It was crazy. Yeah. It's funny because like mentioning it, like, you know, you, we had our share of experience. Being oh yeah. There, which was like, you, it's like, 
if we explain it, you would think we're crazy. Yeah, we're crazy. But then at the end of the day, are we really, truly crazy? But then I know somebody else who went to Miami and they had experienced something totally different. And they were just like, yo. And they went around the same time we went. And they were just like, yo, the energy is insane out there. It's very chaotic. And I was like, yes. Um, and then you have the whole projection of Biden. is He's the winner. So this is like, this is all during like this whole trip. So, you know, he's the winner. Um, people start starving your food. Uh, I got some inside scoop from like people who work in FEMA and in the Air Force, and um, all I can say, as I've been saying during like these whole these these couple like, of know, couple of um, months, months. Uh-huh. you know, um, store your food, people, store your food. <laughs> From what I was told, I was just like Jesus. Um, I mean, I know that recently I was watching the news, okay, and they mentioned a little something. They mentioned basically like there's the meat is going to go up. They were like, oh, expect like higher prices for the meat because there is a little bit of a shortage. And I'm like, how little is this shortage? (laughs) And it starts. (laughs) It's been started. But, you know, for those that. Hmm. I don't want to like sound so offensive, but for the sheeps, it's it's going like this is like the whole like, (gasps) oh, shit. For those that were already, I wouldn't informed. say sheep. I would say for those that are distracted. Okay, you know those Distract. who tomatoes, tomatoes. Those who are distracted <laughs> with the wrong things, such as the political side of things right now. I feel like you guys are not really paying attention to everything happening around it, and you really should be. And shortages is part of the problem. You know, prepare. Well, I, I, yo, so, um, yeah. Prepare. Prepare. Very quickly, man. You know, um, I want to talk to you. you. You know what I um did for the first time? What? Um, Before I hopped on the plane. What? So I had, um, what is it called? It's called um, Hoppe. Hoppe? How you pronounce it? Yeah, you, you pronounce it right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Hoppe, um, which is a cleanse ceremony or uh, what is it? Like um, a ritual. And boy, oh boy! Shout out to Angelic Ray. She did the she performed the the ceremony, and I, to be honest, I did not know what the what to expect. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, so can you explain like what is that? So it's obviously it's a it's a ceremony right um to cleanse but it's what what is what are you cleansing right it mm. sharpen your minds keeps you focused aligns your chakra it's it's also um it's it removes the mucus from mm. your body that must feel weird <laughs> so it removes like the mucus um it's also performed for like people who have like anxiety from what I was reading up on it um people who have anxiety. Um, suffer from depression. It's, it's good for that too. Um, it's a uh, the indigenous people. They it's a you know again it's a it's a ritual where they perform to you know like it's a to heal you know, and so like to heal any negative energy or any negative attachments you know things like that. So um, Angelica Ray, we was talking and she was just like, let me perform um, hape on you, and I'm just like. 
So I was just like, damn. So the first question I had asked her, am I going to hallucinate? Mm-hmm. Because I was jumping on a plane. And I was like, Valid I do, question. Yeah, and I'm just like, I do not want to hallucinate on a flight to New Jersey. That's all I need is just to go on a fucking, just a rampage out there, you know, on, on, on in the air, you know? like. Mm-hmm. So she was like, no. She was like, she does have one that does um, have DMT. But she's like, I'm not going to give you that. That's stronger. And, um, you know, you know, I just want to perform it because she's like, I think you need to cleanse. So, you know, we got into a deeper conversation. And I was just like, all right, I'll do it. So she left. Uh, she left my room. And then 6 a.m., the next, you know, more than the morning, she comes in. She comes out of the bathroom. She already had her gong mm-hmm. and meditation music. She comes out the bathroom. She, you know, I told her to wake me up, but I was, I was awake already. So she's like, wake up. And I was like, I'm awake. I'm awake. You know, she's like, get ready so we can, you know, we can do this before you get on your flight. So I was stalling. Guys, I was stalling. I was just like, I don't know what to expect. I'm like, like, I just thought, um, like, I had to walk on fire or something. Like, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. Right. So I'm just like. All right, um, so I shower, get ready, et cetera. I go to where she's at, and um, she has the gong. She has the meditation music. So she explains to me, like, some of the herbs that she's using. She explains to me how um, Hoppe is, the way it spells, it actually spelled, like, as if it was rape. But the E has, like, a... Oh, it's, you know, like, uh, it's just with the squiggly line, like, mm-hmm. um, but it's pronounced hoppy. So I was just like, okay. She explains to me how it's tobacco with herbs, um, like, mushed. Um, and she showed me the, the, it's a pipe, and she explains to me her pipe, and it's made out of bamboo, but she told me, like, um, it's from a part of Peru that she has it. She got it from. She also have like a uh, like a part where it's um, part of the ayahuasca tree. Oh, that's dope. So she's like, "This is my baby." Oh, so that's I was dope. Like, I'm like, okay. So that's she's, fucking yeah. special. So yeah. she's like, "Understand, I do not do this with just anyone." Yeah. So I'm like, "All right." So I'm meditating. So she's like with the gong. She tells me like like some of the like the steps to it, and you know when she's like when I tell you to breathe you breathe when I tell you to swallow you know etc. So she practiced a few times. She did a few exercises with me, and I'm just like all right. So when she starts right, mm-hmm. she starts whatever. She puts the pipe right on my left nostril, and blows like she did like it was just like with the intentions of the heart like I had to she said I didn't have to say it out loud but speak to my higher self of my intentions within my heart my mind and I believe so um if I'm wrong she I'm gonna bring her in reference to this and we're gonna speak in depth with this but so I you know we did that when she f- did the third step that's when she brought the pipe to my left nostril blue like on the other side of her pipe and all I felt was just like a stream of energy 
like literally it felt like a rod like going up the brain going right here to the back of my head and i panicked i'm not gonna lie so i'm like i was like angie and i went like that and she's like relax breathe it felt as if um you know when you're in water like in a pool or something like that like and you you know when you like take in so much water mm-hmm through your nostrils. So it's almost like you were drowning in a A little sense. bit. That's what it felt like. But it's weird, right? Because it felt as if I saw the the medicine like traveling to the back of my brain. So I want so when I did that, like I panicked and I was like, Angie and she was like, that's when she walked me through, like, relax. She goes, That's your ego. She's like, Your ego right now, you we have woken your ego, so um, she's telling me what to do. So I'm like, all right. So I'm trying to like breathe in, breathe out. Um, she's telling me not to swallow. Like she gave me a cup because she was like, you're going to have to spit because you know, she, you're going to feel a drip and it's okay. I thought I was bleeding. She's like, that's not blood. That's everything cleaning out. And at one point I thought my left side was swollen. So I was just like, I think my left eye is falling. She's like, no. <laughs> like, no, it's not. So I'm just like, okay. You know, like. <laughs> so she's like, so she's like, some people are different. Some people yell, scream, um, go into whatever. She's like, you're taking it in. Because I, I, I try not to panic. And I'm just like, okay. And the most I felt when she did the left side, I just felt like the mucus coming out. So I kept spitting. I think I had, like, maybe an inch of, like, just saliva and gunk. And she's, and she's like, just spit it out. Don't worry. And I'm blowing my nose and just, like, I've never, like, I'm, like, I didn't have all this mucus. It was weird. And I'm just, like, okay. So she's, like, okay, you ready for the right? And I was, like. <laughs> she's, like, I forgot about I that like, side. Damn, <laughs> Damn man. <laughs> I was like, who wants to do this for pleasure? You know, like, so um, she did the right side. The right wasn't as intense as the left for me. Uh, but she did the right side, same process. Um, and after, after she did the right, I stood up and she's looking at me and she goes, you're resisting. She's like, that's your ego. Stop resisting. Because I was just like, at this point, I'm just like, <sighs> like, I'm just trying to take in what I was feeling. So eventually I calmed down. And when she started telling me, you're resisting, that's your ego. When she told like told me that, she was just like, talk to your higher self. So, And I told her, like, eventually down the line, I had mentioned to her, I was talking to myself. Mm. I caught myself. It's funny because I saw, like, a person. It was as if I saw my. It was like a mirror, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it was weird because I was like, as it was as if I saw myself in a sense, but it wasn't me, like, physically. So I, that's how I knew it was my higher self. And I'm just like, okay. So all I remember that I kept telling myself to calm down was that, I kept saying, you trust her. You know, she will never stir you wrong. So, like, relax. Because I told her, I said, it wasn't that I was fearful. 
I was, it, I, yes, I was fearful, but it was more, uh, I was fear of the unknown. I didn't know what to expect, which made me uncomfortable. So I was afraid to, like, have a seizure, or I was afraid to faint. I was afraid, you know, and I'm, and she was just like, that's, she's like, girl, she's like, that's too many fears. Take that out. You're not a fearful person. I was like, you're right, you know, like, so... And she's like, you know, she's with a smile, you know, and she's like, you got this. Like, she's walking me through, and then eventually I sat down, and, like, it was weird because it was like, at one point, I just caught, like, a boost of confidence, and then at that point, that's when I just, like, you know, and just started taking it in. Um, And she was just like, you know, she was... I think it was, like, overall, like, maybe a 30-minute to 40-minute process. And I will say, shout-out to Angelic Ray. You did an amazing job walking me through one of the most uncomfortable moments for me in my life. I've been in many uncomfortable moments, but you walked me through something that I was so scared. Um, I didn't know what to expect. You were able to help myself and my higher self to calm down to a place of trust, which I think it's very hard for me to do. Yeah, I'm like, that's so sweet. It like, is. she was able to do that. She was able to do that. And, you know, to be honest, like, I'm, I feel <laughs> like even, you know, when you saw me, you was like, you look different. Like, I, you know, I, I'm, I felt, I feel like so much has sharpened. Like, I told her I feel my sight, my hearing. Um, I feel like I'm more focused, you know. Um, as far as my health, my health, I'm pretty good with my health. But, you know, it it did just give me, I feel lighter energetically. Meaning, um, you know, one of my intentions had to do with my past traumas. And it's just, you know, so I think the left side is to... Um, let go, and your right side to receive. So that's why they do both nostrils. So when she told me the left, she's like, when you do your attentions, make sure, you know, you speak of the heart and you have the, you know, your, your, when you're letting go, what is it that you're letting go? What is it that you want to receive? Yeah. And so going through that process and going through that uncomfortableness, you know, the bigger picture for doing this is because I to let go of any past traumas, any pain, any attachments, you know, and I mean I thought it was amazing. It was it was a little like again it was it was an an intense experience and I would recommend those who are looking to truly heal from their past you know um traumas you know like if you want to let go of certain things so i could imagine so usually they do this the hoppe with when um it, it, it usually goes um side to side with ayahuasca when you're doing it so sometimes when they do ayahuasca they actually perform hoppe as well so i was just like i could imagine how intense is that you know, extremely because with ayahuasca, you have no sense of um, anything, to yeah. be honest. Even your consciousness is being 
separated from you, which is why it's a ritual. Yeah. You know, people don't just do it to do it because you can die. You yeah, know? no, of course. Because they, you got to separate the two. So it's very interesting to see, to hear mm-hmm. your step-by-step of how you felt. Okay. But... That sounds amazing, to be honest with you. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about you. I was just like, yo. I would love that. Yeah, I was like, she would love this. I'd be like, like, do it again. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because after the first time, she she was like, oh, we could do it one more time, and that one will go deeper into your body. And I was like, calm down. (laughs) Baby steps with me. You understand? Like, I'd have been like, again, again. (laughs) So I was nervous because I'm like, as long as... I'm not paralyzed. Um, nah, I'm you know, like ayahuasca. From what I'm told, is like you're facing your 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 demons. And a lot of people have well, ego death yes. when it comes to ayahuasca. Yes, and let me tell you something. I faced many of my um, demons, many, many, many of them. But sometimes we don't realize subconsciously we have demons that we suppressed. Absolutely. So, I, from what I'm told, with ayahuasca because it goes into it your, rises. Yeah, yeah, so it's like. That's that's deep. That's shadow work right <laughs> that there. That is shadow work. So, um, you know, learning about the spiritual um, world and diving, the deeper I'm diving into it, mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, it's it's very much real. It's very much um, real. It's um it's intense, but I actually welcome it. And and you should. I um I I am I am enjoying what I'm learning from that world you know so yeah i feel like with the spiritual realm it's really dope you can learn so much you become so in tune with your body but just be careful of who you trust yes for a lot of different reasons you know because it can be very gimmicky which sucks yeah i mean but i i feel like for the most part there's so many things are gimmicky right everything like, <laughs> a lot of everything yeah like, you just have to know what you're getting into you have to do your research. Yeah. Do your research. But that's dope that she was able to do that mm-hmm. for you. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, I'm I'm proud of her for yeah. being able to do this on you and feel comfortable and confident. You yes. Know? Like, that created, like, such a bonding experience. And I'm listening to this bonding experience through your perspective. Yeah. So I could imagine her side, you know, know, with things that she was trying to convey for you and stuff like that. You know like what's that. dope? I mentioned to her, like... You're you're meant to be a shaman, mm-hmm. especially what you perform. Like this girl's performing many things, you know, and like people are seeking out for her at this point. And I'm like, and she's like, no, no, like I don't want that title. It's not about a title, you know. With me, I was big on labels. I was never big on titles. I don't like it because I feel like it holds you back um, from being completely free you know i feel like that title is the box and you're stepping yourself in there mm-hmm. so it's like it's not about being a shaman it's not about the title it's about just seeing you and your and your and, and your element mm-hmm. and i was like you're gonna have to accept it you know she is you know yeah. the shamanic route yeah. route is definitely for her yes. whether she wants to label it or not you know, she's divinely guided, and I will. I can see her going down that route. Yeah, no, she's super dope. Um, I definitely wanted to give her a shout out. Angelic Ray, check her out. You're gonna find her Instagram um, and the details. Um, but you know, I, I I don't have any complaints. It was just a, it was a dope experience. It was 
very intense. Uh, and um, I do recommend this to be like for just those, like you said, shadow work, those who want to practice, you know, shadow work, those who are seeking heal, um, healing, like healing. And, you know, like I would say those that are ready for it. Yes. Because this is not something you just perform because you're having a bad day. This is work even after it's done, you know? Like, you're here now. Yeah, the ritual was done. The ceremony was done. But you're still having to put in the work. Yeah. And keep the energy and vibrations Absolutely. high. And, Absolutely. you know, it's not a quick fix, which people think, you know, these yeah. things are quick fixes. And it's not. You got to continue once we leave. It's what we do. It's what you do once we leave. Yeah. Is where it matters. No, that's a fact. So I wanted to definitely speak on that because, you know, like I don't want people to think the artistry is just a music platform. It is a platform for music, but understand the artistry is a platform for many forms of art, you know, and just uh, just having to speak about Angelic Ray and her business and her journey, speaking with you and the Oracle Shop and your business, your journey, Mm -hmm. you know, like having Miss Artistry that she has her own business her journey as a PR, as a, the digital strategist, just a fe- females in the industry, you understand? Or or just individuals as a whole, entrepreneurships, you know? Um, having to, ex- like, just explain or see, you know, like, the outcome of it is, you know, it's, it's, it's dope, dope. Mm-hmm. and it's an art. So I wanted to say that because, shout out to, again, Angelic Ray, you have a dope, gift and it's an art so absolutely you know guys follow her check her out she does many things she also speaks at panels and um she's just she's an amazing person very informative she's a great teacher and just um you know just i see her doing many things and yeah let's you know we're gonna take a music break and we're gonna come back with miss artistry uh, we have Miss King J. Get used to this. Maybe. Get we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but overall, you good? No, I'm good. I'm chilling. You chilling? Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Let's make this happen. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Subscribe. You already know. Like, comment, share. Listen to it. What Click the bell Ooh. so you can get notifications Ooh. every time she Bars. posts. Bars. Well, <laughs> That's it. Everything's merch. linked March. down below. <laughs> you want to donate? Everything is all below, you know, anything. Share everything. <laughs> we'll be back, all right? Peace. Yo, 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 yo. What up, what up, what up? It's your girl, V. Henny. We back, and we have Miss Artistry with us. Uh, I'm super excited for this. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. I just got goosebumps. Yo. Literally, it's great to see, like, yes. the artistries come together. Mm-hmm. That's what was needed for the culture. It was. We made it happen. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Being here. You understand? Um, you know, during the whole pandemic and everything, you know, but you're still here. I think we, you know, we good with space and everything. We got some nice space. Yeah, 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 yeah. We good, we good. Just I think about. we good. Thank you again. You know, let's let's take this. this I want to. To you, Miss Artistry. Thank, Thank you. you. The and you know what? I want to do a toast to the world. I want to hope that we can just heal ourselves so that uh-huh. we can hope, hopefully heal who, whoever we can in the world. Not the whole world, but whoever we can in the world. Yes. Um, let's, let's, let's stay at peace, y'all. Peace. Boom. Peace. Right there. Ooh.
Mm. It's that, yo, it's so smooth. It's the best so cognac smooth. you guys can ever get. This is not an advertisement. Nah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yo, you gotta love the organicness to this all this. You gotta like, do it. Nah, but, you know, honestly, like, yo, I've been trying to have you here for a minute. How long? Nah. Nah, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Um, I'm gonna say for a little... I'm gonna say about a year to two years. Over, yeah, two years, yeah, because I reached out to you. Since, wait, 2018. I felt like 2018. Like 2018. Yeah, I wasn't popping, so now nah, let me stop. No, I mean I think at the time I don't know. Was, I don't know. We there was a lot going on. I did reach out to you. Told me yes. I'm I'm keeping it a buck right now. You did say like yes, um, but I think there was just at the time maybe um, I did. I, I think I took like a, a break, or you probably had something as well. But it just, you know what? It, At the, the end of the day, now, timing have, is. But I have that good stuff to talk about now. So that's we what I'm saying. Timing is so everything. Much, so it's great. Timing is everything, you know, and you're here. I appreciate that, you know. Um, I was just mentioning off air, like, yo, you know, having you here, like, yo, my God, like, I've seen you in events. You, you, you're, you're very cordial, you're very respectful. And at that, for me, inspirational, you know? And I Thank mentioned you. that to you because, and I'm saying this because as, you know, a, a, a woman of color from the Bronx, Bronx. you understand? BX in the motherfucking building. All day. You know, mm-hmm. when you come from, I, I'm, I'm not going to say other boroughs because for me, when you come from the Bronx, mm-hmm. it's it's not always easy. Never. You understand? Mm-hmm. So... Like, I'm reading your bio, and I'm like, yo, you got a fucking impressive bio. So I'm reading Thank that you. shit, and I'm like, all right. To see all of that, and I was just like, damn, um, you accomplished a lot. So I feel like for us women with big dreams, right, mm-hmm. um, it can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. Very you know? intimidating. Yes. Very. So did your family and friends, did they accept it right away? Were they supportive or did eventually down the line, when they saw how much you were seceding, they accepted it? My family, friends, everyone have always been my support system. Okay. Uh, however, but as a community, sometimes we can also not support our yeah. people, right? Uh-huh. And that's just not something that you might maliciously try to do mm-hmm. organically. That's just because we just don't see that uh, positive reinforcement <clears throat> happening much mm-hmm. often either in our homes or around us or in our environments. Yeah. So at times I felt like growing up for me, it was always the, oh, I see you. But it was never like yeah. a push, a push, a push, a push. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was just telling somebody today, um, today on live on Instagram that I can tell someone today how to uplift their brand and build it up and okay. do whatever. Because I like them, I'm gonna just talk to them naturally. Like that's my friend, or she's an intern, or she interned for me before, or he interned for me before. Whatever, I'm just gonna talk to you because we already have a rapport. Mm-hmm. After you stop working for me, if you got something going on, I, I support you. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And literally, I'm like, if I can do that right for someone else, why when I was at Bad Boy as an executive in operations? Mm-hmm. Why wasn't anybody telling me to go get an interview to talk about my job and my experiences? Why was I telling myself so short? Why was it? Why was it that nobody else was there to say Avery? Like, this is like a, a small accomplishment, maybe, but don't look at it like that. Just 
go ahead and take an interview and talk about that right in this mm-hmm. moment so you don't ever be forgotten in that space so we okay. capture that moment yeah and I think that for me I, that just gave me a full-blown it just took me back I'm like I was able to help somebody else naturally like when so, did that hit you? so no today go nobody ahead. was able to do that for me though mm. And I felt like that was kind of like, it's really messed up because I just think that now, looking back, I, mm-hmm. I did not expect for my life to be where it is. Like, I, I got so much strength because of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I got so much strength because of it. It made me so much stronger. But at the same as that time, I missed out on certain things that was needed. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to catch up. Okay. Okay. I've been a publicist, you know, for the past four or five years, publicizing everybody else, but not myself. Hmm. So I wasn't able to capture these moments of of things that was positive happiness for my career that was also could have been that inspiration and it could have been documented and I didn't document that. So that's something that um the lesson from you for anyone else to see that just because you have a role, even if it's temporary or not, don't downplay it. They want you to downplay it. They don't want to see you happy. Mm-hmm. Don't ever downplay yourself when you have an opportunity and it was for you, it was meant for you publicize it yeah no you're right publicize it because there's no proof after instagram you know i'm and you know what's crazy you're mentioning that right at your level you're realizing like the fact that you don't you you haven't told your story and um, i'm realizing that right i did not and it's so it's, it's crazy that you say that another older woman she's uh amazing her name is malika manning she is um the, the cousin of steve manning who was michael jackson's publicist mm-hmm. um She's like, Avery, they got to know who the fuck you are, eh? Like, she's somebody that, like, pushes me. She makes sure to to remind me. Like, don't forget, like, your story is powerful, you know? Yeah. From her conversation on, this was, like, you know, when was this that I spoke to her about this? Uh, right after some protests. I forgot when it was. But it was around, like, 2020 yeah, COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, it was COVID okay. era. But she was like, Avery, like, you got too much to offer. Why isn't your story being told or... What is it? What's the what, what's the disconnect? Why are they trying to play you? Like yeah. So what up? was the disconnect? So the disconnect was me being too humble. Mm. Disconnect is Avery's that cool personable person that you can vibe with, and I'm and I and I'm, and I'm a shark. So no, I'm not. Don't vibe with me. Pay me. And it's you know what I'm saying. It was just like a certain respect level. I don't think people wanted to respect me at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think that people wanted to respect the situation for what it was and that's what like told me like Avery like you gotta tell your story so you with do. her and just today and you and yeah, people yeah. on Instagram live that's like oh my god you're an inspiration and I'm like thank you like I'm working this is like this is for my dream I don't even realize I'm inspiring others I want to inspire others but when you're in it sometimes you don't get to see it now you do and, and that's what I was telling you because that's what you're saying that and I'm like yo and I get it. I really do get it, right? Because I've heard it too. But you know, me looking at you, and I'm like, "Yo, Oprah, you, 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 yeah, that, that is like you're in a you're in a place as a a woman in this industry is male dominated. You understand? Like you said, one thing about us women is that we have to fight for that respect. I will say that. So when did it come to you? To when did that realization hit you? When you was like, "Yo, like." As a woman, I'm not gonna put myself. I'm not gonna degrade myself. I'm gonna. I, you y'all gotta respect me for who the fuck I, think I am. I think there's so many moments. So many moments that happened. 
in my career. It's every other situation. It's not nonstop. It's, not, it's like literally. And it hasn't stopped. It, it won't stop. And it that's won't the stop. Part. It won't because you know what? What Because men, upset? men. There's so many different type of walking type of. There's so many men walking on this earth with so much baggage and insecurities and issues that they did not face, that they did not get a chance to speak and go within and get aware with themselves and understand themselves. So they will never, ever support you and promote you or help you to the capacity that you expect. But then there's a whole contradiction, though. I feel like it is. No, it is. And most men that are helpful to other women, they are, but it's not promoted. If you can see now what's been going on on social media, certain media companies have been promoting how Gucci Man has been supporting women in hip-hop. Yes. From Five Star Chick mm-hmm. remix from Nicki and on to Asian DeBrat to the newer talent that mm-hmm. he has and just being on top of you know his game by connecting with Mulatto, whatever the case may be. That is somebody that's very conscious and he also had coached the Ghost at one point. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, the other rapper from Brooklyn... He still was on the time, what's going on in the post of the culture, being there, mm-hmm. humble, res- respectfully. He's an author, has his wife, and shows and treats her and you know in a certain respect. Yes, yes. So those particular men, it's like weird. Like it's not, it's not idolized. It's the other type of men that's idolized, and it's very weird. That's it's, what I'm saying. Why? It's very weird. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't, and it. it's like, I don't get it. And it's like... It's, because I feel like we're in an era, right? We were just talking this earlier. I'm like, yo, bro, we're in an era where it's like cancel culture, right? Where the cancel culture is quick to cancel certain shit out. However, why is it that, like you said, certain men who don't um, praise certain things or, like, they, they disrespect women in the industry... And it's not canceled, right? And I'm just like, I don't get it. it. Like you said, it's a weird time because at the end of the day, I feel like it's all about... Because everybody has their mans. Hey, That's man. my mans. And guess what? I don't care. I'm loyal to him. My man is not wrong. But yo, sis, my bad. I'm sorry that had to happen to you. Nah, that shit's not nah, out of nah. here. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, that's yes. what goes on. And at a time, you're right. I had to, you're right. About a, that. I had a time I had to fight four or five security guards at a club. They wanted to kick me out because they thought I was some other other fat bitch on the stage. I'm like, no, I'm a publicist. I work with this artist. Why are you trying to kick me off the stage, mm-hmm. yo? And I was so mad because I had security with me at the time, and he didn't even help me. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't even rely on security, so-called security. I, I was fighting. Three men and two female security guards. Tussling by myself. Damn. Nobody really was trying to, like, fuck me up because that's a lawsuit. Right? So it wasn't like that. But I was tussling with people, and I should have been avoided if that was security there. So protecting a black woman or protecting a woman or protecting anyone, you got to protect yourself. Don't expect nobody to protect you. Forget that protecting black women. Protect No. Protect yourself. That's how I feel. No, you're right. I'm not relying on a man to protect me. All he did was hurt me. So why would I think that somebody who was there that hurt me the whole time throughout my life is going to protect me at a, at a dying time in need of COVID? How can we change that? We have to continue to, to support um, these organizations that are helping anybody from our community. These programs... 
are not getting advertisements. These nonprofit organizations, they don't they don't want to pay for advertisements because they're not doing it for that. But we as the people, we need to do it for that. You know what I saw? So, I saw you know what I mean? Like no, no, you get no, what I'm no, saying? No, so it's like you're right, it's like a pick up what you can type uh-huh. of thing. Like, okay, I see that there's trash on the floor. Oh, I'm about to walk out the door, so I'm gonna pick it up on my way out. Yes. You know what I'm type of thing? Like it needs to be like that. Okay, I see an organization. Let me tell you this. I don't wanna I don't wanna pay no don't no, don't uh-huh. no donations. No, no, no. I need more of this, of what you're doing, in the forefront. I'ma pay three thousand dollars for the shade room for you. Mm. That's what companies should be doing. But they're not. Go ahead and say, hey, Optimum, I need some ad space. Let's get these Bronx organizations. Let's do a commercial for all these Bronx organizations and put it on Bronx News 12. Nobody's doing the right things. And I cannot be the only one little girl. I'm not little no more. But 31-year-old girl from the Bronx doing it alone and thinking of this alone. I can't be the only person. And I, I have all these resources. But when you but ask, you're not, you, you, people you know don't want to really do it. Like, you know what I mean? No, it's just, people it's, do because I'm going to say people such as myself. And I'm not trying see, to say, you make me no, smile. I, I would love to do you know things how for much, the community. How many times I try to reach out to certain people? But things that make sense, though. I don't care about the donating and, and the food give back like that. Like, nah, like, I want to see. I want longevity. Yeah, like. That's how I look at things. People going to eat every day. You going to figure out a way to eat, bro. So my thing If you're is starving, this. then okay, but. In terms of like feeding people out, it's okay. Like, no, like I want to give back back. Like that means knowledge. I want to give you yeah, knowledge. Right. Cause that's the reason why we're lacking. You're, you're, you need, <laughs> and that, I, it's, I, you know, it's not about education. Cause I'm also a substitute <laughs> you're teacher. So fucking right, yo. I'm also a substitute teacher with the DOE. Y'all can see my, uh-huh. you know what I mean? My paperwork. But as, even as that, like being an educator, that's cool. It's not but about that, it's though. not about that. It's about gaining the knowledge every day. Yep. What did you take in today that was an acknowledgement to your life that you will never forget? Yo, and I, I'm, mm-hmm. let, let, me tell, let me tell you something. I'm constantly telling people, that motherfuckers got to start reading, right? If y'all don't read, fine. Take audibles. You know, take, and Just take, take that. in. Take, take in. it in. Because right? in life, if you truly want to grow in life, then you have to make the necessary changes to grow, right? I mean, I mean, but I, I, that's how I look at it. And I'm, I'm a walking story, meaning that I'm not finished. I know you're not finished. And we are not finished. And there's so much more that we have to contribute to other people and ourselves to have that final end of the story. So it's never, it's the, the, the mission is never done. Like, like how Nipsey said, like, come on, the marathon continues. Yes. It really does. After me, what's next? The next the next Avery situation. I'm going to have other big girls doing things. There's more. I've been Lizzo before Lizzo. I've been doing, doing it before Lizzo, y'all. you legacy. You get what I'm saying? So it's like these blueprints that we're setting, it's all necessary. It is. It's all necessary because, it, again, we are but rewriting that, history but, right now. But, but, okay, going back to what I said, right, um... When you dream big, is intimidating. See, I'm a big believer. I'm, I'm a to big go back believer. To, to answer your question, I'm sorry, we went no, way no, no, no. off. Yeah, no, but I, what I'm trying to say is that I'm a big believer of um, if your dreams do not scare you, you're not dream, dreaming dreaming big, big enough. enough. And I'm a big believer of that like I've, I'm Pisces, you know, I'm I'm dreamer. You understand? I'm a Cancer Leo Libra. Okay. So my sun sign is Cancer. 
Leo is my moon and my ascending is Libra. So I'm very much the best of every world. Meaning she, that she's authoritative. Oh right. Cancer Leo is like that. Yeah, and you're so authoritative. Oh shoot. <laughs> Thank you. She look at her this over here. She's an astrologer. <laughs> she did good. She did good. Yes, I am authoritative. Very but that's nothing bad but with it. I, I think it's like a great balance though. Like Absolutely. I don't wanna be like that fiery person all the time. I, I'll uh-huh. go back and jump into my cancer bag and relax, you know? Yeah. Chill and go with the flow. You know? Then it's times you gotta jump into your Libra bag. Like, all right, what are we doing here? <laughs> What's going on? And it's moments you gotta jump into your Leo bag and just be that bright, bubbly, extra hype person and that aggression that's mm-hmm. needed to get the job done. So let me ask you this, because I feel like as an entrepreneur, right? A person who's like you have many hats. Um, too many. When it comes to being an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenge is balance. When can you say like you actually acknowledge the fact that you had to learn how to balance your career with your personal life? That was last year before my artist passed away, um, Raja. I wanted to talk about that too. We can tap. We can tap into it briefly. Okay. I've been, you know, I've been very like I had to talk about it. Like it's been so. It's not hasn't been that long, but it's been long enough. To where I, I do have to start speaking about it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be people that's going to hate on these things. It's going to be people that's not going to understand. And, you know, I don't want to make the family feel no type of way. So it was mm-hmm. a weird, it's a it. weird space for me. Uh, and then we didn't leave on the best terms. So the situation was very weird. It happened then when I realized, I'm like, okay, I like the fact that Raja had it. Had it um, had it mapped out. Okay. You know, he had his wife. He had his family. Big family. Even if family didn't support, whatever. Family, he was very adamant on family. And certain values I kind of got from him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And the way that he still respected his wife and kept his wife to a high regard. Mm-hmm. That's something I've never seen no man do in a while. Mm. So it's certain things that, for balance, I guess what happened is with him, I realized, oh, shoot, I don't have my life. Okay, okay. I have work. Yeah. With no life. Mm. I came into this with a life. The fact that work became my life that's when I realized, wait, hold up. A lot of my time and everything is kind of like geared towards this and the outcome or sometimes what you get back Mm -hmm. may not fully be what you need like or what you want or whatever. So Mm -hmm. anyway, from then, from 2019, I've learned, I'm like, Avery, this is not the way that you need to live. Like, just waiting for different talent or clients to, like, pay you for services. Like, nah. Mm. Nah. Like, I work for my money. I got to get money. Mm-hmm. Like, I work for companies. Like, I have so many different companies on my belt. So, if I'm working for myself, it's like, nah. I would never want to. I would never want to come from making money to having to still have to answer the people. But I'm running my own business. Yeah, that makes no sense. 
Come on, come on, girl. You know how we are. Come on. So that's when it came down to, like, I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, no, 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 no. I'm a boss. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. And what happened is I really took the time out to realize that I was doing a great job with my clients, but I was also not doing a great job at fueling myself. It was It's going back to what, I, what we talked about from the very beginning. I did not... Tell my story. I did not fully explain what my goal was with the client. Like, listen, man, my goal is not to be in this shit for another three years, managing an artist, hoping that you're going to make it. Mm. It's not the goal. That's what I want to do. I want to make it to the American Music Awards red carpet. I want to make it to this red carpet. I should have been explaining to my client my PR goals as an individual. Mm. And you didn't do that. For long term. Not a PR goal, meaning their strategy for their career. Yes, yes, yes. Because I already did that. That's how I got the client. But, and more so like how this is going to work for the both of us. That's something that I wasn't doing. So now, that's how you get to, to the balance. Uh-huh. You get now what I mean? right. So that's when I've, like, I had to really be really real with myself and tell people, like, no, I don't think that's, nah, that's not going to go. That's interesting. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> and you got to, you have to tell people no because you are saving yourself a headache. That's another thing. Is You're that saving a yourself a people... headache, bro. Like, tell somebody no, tomorrow you have no headache. No, that's a fact. Because I feel like I learned now, like, where, that, where I'm at with myself. I learned now that I'm like, yo, it's okay to say no. You will get criticized for it. I feel like this, right? Let's let, let's go. Let's dive deeper with you, right? Because it depends on what the no is for, no, about. Uh, it, I'm it sorry. All it all depends. But I'm just. It, but again, it's. I feel like it's a. If you and your intuition feel like you want to say no, it's okay to say no. It depends on whatever you want to do. For me, you know, I feel like this. Like, and at the end of the day, if you say no, people will always talk. And it is what it is. I, me, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, it doesn't matter where you're at in your life. People will always talk shit about you, whether you're doing good or bad. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did you overcome? Because, you know, you've been in the game for a minute. And yeah, I know, going I, on and, 11 and, years and, now, about and, to be 2021. And, and, and you as a woman, black woman from the Bronx, Bronx. Plus she, size woman too. It's plus not size. Even, it's not even let's like. Get, a, let's keep it about. And plus I, I, lost, size. I lost thirty pounds during COVID. So. Nah, nah. You, 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 you did that. You look like she's doing her shit. You're doing you. your shit. You know, at the end of the day, you work for. You've done. You have. She has a resume. We've. We already like. You have a resume. You have Thank a you. resume. But when it comes with success, let's keep it a buck. There's times where you sometimes have to. Move forward and let people go, right? You or, or not? They can't move forward with you no. because sometimes it all depends. You want to stay stagnant, you want to curl, whatever it is, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. My question to you would be like, how do you? What's your purpose? What's your why? Because I feel like certain situation when it comes to growth, you know, as much as we can prepare ourselves, sometimes we're not prepared. Mm-hmm. So what prepare? Like what put you in a place? To be like, I, I know I want more. And if you're with me, you're with me. If you're not, unfortunately, I have to leave you. So what gives me the courage to not give a fuck? Yeah. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. It's a great book. 
And outside of that, I'm reading that book now. Also, what's great about just not giving a fuck is understanding what you actually do give a fuck about. As long as you know what you really give a fuck about, that's tunnel vision then. Okay. That means that anything else outside of that is really, it's not going to, you're not going to even care to give a fuck because it's already on the outskirts. Okay. So that's how I do it because I care about shit. I'm a cancer. So we care. So I have to put myself in that so I don't give a fuck. You get what I mean? Okay. Because I can really care about my people, my clients, Okay, but what about the ones that spoke ill about you? You don't give a fuck like that? Like, nah, because honestly, there's so many people that love me that okay. whoever is speaking bad, they're gonna look bad. Like they're gonna and, eventually they're gonna look bad. They're gonna be like, what? Avery? Nah, like, and like, never- like you know what I'm saying? So it was like people knew me from years, from dancing school, from college, from elementary school, from the block, from yeah, every, everywhere, from yeah, nonprofit yeah. organizations, from camp. People know me from everywhere across the world. Like, Trust you know what I mean? From different things. So, if you feel to need to speak bad on somebody's name. But, you, I, but you will have that. That's fine. Because guess what? I Again, I still got people that really love me. And they will ride for me. And they will shut you down. On my behalf. Not, that's and I see that happen. That's people dope. called me. People called me with tea. Like, hey, why well, I had to shut somebody down. I'm like, what you said? <laughs> What you said? No, but you know but what? You know what? It's bring- cool because I I don't want I don't want to always be liked. Like it's fine because if, if 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 you don't tell me something that you don't like about me, I, I that means I I'm not, I'm not perfect. <laughs> so are you perfect? Oh no! All right. You know why I bring that up? Right? For example, right? I was listening to the Joe Rogan with Kanye. Right? I'm a big Kanye West. I know everybody has their opinion. What I'm a big Kanye West fan, mm-hmm. but Kanye said something to um or with that in with that interview something that I've been saying for such a long time, and I'm like, yo, it's so fucking true. He said relationship is currency, right? And I'm like, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, Avery, you got you got a, you out of and you, I, you know what? And Jay Z was his currency. It was he Jay Z was. Casey was his currency, and you know, look where they are now. But relationship is currency. How many people are so? I feel like you know what? Because the, the only reason why I mention this is you're right about that. But I'm what I'm mentioning now is to how many people are at a place right now where they're like, "Yo, I'll, I'll burn bridges because I know how to swim," and I'm like, "Bro, that I feel like in a no." Let me tell you something. I feel like in this industry, it's like, like nah, I think because of um, the world we're in, because of instant gratification and things, people just feel a need to say that they got control over whatever because they can do whatever based off of social media and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, based off of just having whoever they have in their corner, they feel life. like they feel like they good. But I mean, the reality is, we all need each other. So how vital? I want you, the only reason why I'm mentioning this because I've seen it. I know you've seen it. Where and in this yo. And I'm, I'm a cancer. Industry, I'm somebody industry. that I will feed you and choke you with that same hand that I fed you with. Because guess what? You're not going to ever play me. And it's not something that I would ever want to, like, direct. There's no threat. It's just, it's it's just right. more it's a so, respect level. It's totally respect, and it's not even, like, I, I don't want to hurt nobody. I just don't want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. So. I heard you got hurt a lot. And I heard this is why you have this whole... 
Because it was like, yo, I understand why she moves the way she moves. That was like, she's been hurt a lot. And I'm like, damn, how you overcame a lot of these? Like, again, watching you, you inspired me. And I'm just like, yo, there was times where there was certain hurtful shit. And, it, and that shit really fucking puts you in a place where you're just like. I talk to my mother about everything. Okay. That is the person that's like, she's a Capricorn. So we are like each other's. Okay, that balance. Balance, yeah. <laughs> because when she's not, like, emotional, she's like, girl, well, fuck it. What you want to, like, you know? Okay. And she's a Capricorn. They very, you know how they are. They very, like, is it this or that? Leave me alone. And she always makes sure that she gives me, like, right back on track. Okay. You know what I mean? But still very nurturing and motherly about it. But my mother is a person that actually but- gets me through that. Like, honestly, my mother's the only person that gets me through the fuck shit that I but go you've through. Been, I'm, and I don't you've know been how. You've been through discouragement. Or like, you have you ever... I mean, I, did, I mean... I mean, all right, let me, let me keep it... Let me actually... Not, not discouragement. Have you been in a place where you, at one point, which is like, yo, fuck it, I want to toss it all? Yeah, hell yeah, two months ago. Okay, so what What was your purpose? What was your reason why you did not be like, fuck it? <laughs> because too much happened where, like, I, I got Pop Smokes DJ as a client. Okay. DJ JP. And for, for me, I just feel like... That was Raja and Pop Smoke together, Spiritual Heaven, or wherever they was at, and was like, yo, connected with Pop Smoke's DJ, like, connected with connected with JP, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. I just felt like it was like a spiritual connection where, you know, I, I received that client around my birthday, and that was a time, every year my birthday, for some reason, not anymore, I finally broke that habit, for some reason, around my birthday every year, my finances was always low okay. because, I don't know, I think because I was working with the school job, so I think every time the summer was out, it was a substitute. I just always had to, like, hustle. Mm-hmm. So I think finally this year, it wasn't that. All my work that I worked hard for, it just genuinely came to me. Okay. All my clients, everybody genuinely came to me. Like, everything happened before COVID, like, in like November 2019, mm. going into January, and then boom, Raja died. After that, the world, let me not say that, but I'm gonna say it. The world was at my feet. So that's something that it was just like, oh, really? Okay, you do this for me? Oh, shit. And that's something that it was like finally like a, a break, you know? Your heart. How was that though with the whole Raja situation? I know you, like you said, I was crying guys- today. I cried on live. I never did that before. That was some shit to cry on fucking Instagram live over 145 people. I did that today, guys. I, I was not expecting for me to do that, but it came out because I was so passionate about the conversation. It was really about like people realizing that this is a lot of work working in the music business, mm-hmm. and it takes a mental toll on you. It does. And on, on top of that, it's an economical. Spit in the face because everything's so glamorous, but you don't got it. Mm-hmm. So it's a perception. Yeah, it's yo, it it's, is a perception where because it's like it's a for me it's a front like not for luxurious everyone. spit in the face. That's what I call a luxurious spit in the face because okay. I have to still be luxurious but also still be fucking very very frugal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a you know mm-hmm. that's life. It's balanced, but yeah. You get the point. Like, we have to deal with the fact that it's perception, and you have to also be the perception, but also you have to be able to provide the perception. 
yes. for your clients too. So yes. it's uh it's not the easiest thing. Like I said, that's the reason why with the Raja thing, I got emotional because with his death, it was so unexpected, and it was a devastating day. Like so, I mean, I'm right now getting ready to write a book, and everything in terms of like the the, the descriptive details will be in there, mm. and even like before him, I'm going to give descriptive descriptive details of my career and things that happened with my life and moments that I missed out on, like Rick Ross wanting to talk to me and I dubbed him like you know what I mean like things like there are different moments in the industry that I went through more so my like my work my work life and how everything is where it's at to mm. the present day so yeah I'm definitely creating a book and yeah I was like wait you're doing a book I how long to, have you been working on it just during COVID during COVID yeah so it's still developing it's not okay. a, it's not an easy task at all but I know that's the I know that's gonna be something that's gonna really take my career off and Outside of the book, uh, I you know, with me just wanting to do what I want to do mm-hmm. on an artistry standpoint, like still being a dancer at heart, still being a you know choreographer, a creative person. So I'm still taking on different things that's going to fulfill me, yeah, my spirit, so I can be like happy and you know feeling good at you know at work because I want to make sure I always I always want to do what I love. Mm. I love dance. Make love anything dance. be possible. May anything be possible. You caught it. Only an artistry person gonna catch that. But I love it. Um, very smart, catchy. Thank you. May anything be possible. No, it and that's is. what I feel about like with the energy that I want to give out. I don't want my clients to feel like I can't get it done. Okay. Because we're gonna get it done. It's gonna it's gonna be possible. Because no, it's it possible. possible. It is. It is fucking possible. It's just a matter. It, listen, I learned this. We are celestial beings having a human experience. Come on. Anything is possible, my guy. Anything is possible. So people need to stop that shit. You know, I mean, again, to each his own. How can I love you if you don't love yourself type thing? You know, like, so, like, if... And, and I've life, learned to love myself. Like, that That was not the easiest thing to do. That's not the easiest. And I was forced to. Why you was forced to? Why? Because I was always amongst people that were embraced because of their bodies. I come from a dance background. I've been dancing since I was four years old. Okay. Ballet, tap, jazz, African, hip-hop, uh-huh. everything. So I come from the background of real competition. Yeah, you, you do, actually. I come from a real competitive spirit. My, like, my mental health has been broken down. Okay, I get. I see what you, you see. What I'm saying. Yeah. So imagine doing ballet with a bunch of skinny girls. You get what I mean? Like you're gonna have to do everything that they do. You're not gonna look right on stage. When did you start putting the work into loving yourself? Because I say I'm it's every day, but no, it's every day. But there's always, but you, it's every day. But you have that given moment where you're at that fucking point when you're just like. I had to, I have to choose me. Oh yeah, I mean that happened the beginning of COVID when I lost my office. You know, I lost I lost my office. I worked so hard for my office, yo. I was so happy for my fucking office. I had two assistants. I had the videography thing going with my brother. I had like the showcases going. Raja was moving. 
Then, boom, we stopped talking. And then, boom, it just was like mayhem. Like, it's whack. But then I love myself because of all of that. Okay. That was like, okay, I have the client is gone. Uh, he's here in spirit. He's right here. Um, but he's not physically here. People are talking shit. Why you guys stop talking? Because, I, again, I wanted to love myself. No, okay. remember, I asked the question. It no, was more ahead. so of about work-life balance. That's mm-hmm. all. And it was just about that. And at the time, it was just for him. It was tunnel vision. Gotcha. Okay. So you had to choose yourself. It goes back to okay. the same thing I said earlier about tunnel vision. That was his shit. He was tunnel vision on that. and But I was the actual right person that was on the right train with him. Mm. I just had to get off real quick and come back and transfer back. That's what he had to realize. Gotcha. But anyway, um, we got to realize that. Sometimes we got to get off the train and come back on. We got to transfer back because we need to be able to see what the other paths and routes is doing. Mm, okay. You just can't always stay on the D train, bro. I might have to take the four train. I, got, I need to be on Jerome. No, that's a fact. That's just an analogy to say, like, you do got to take different turns in life to see where you're going to go. And with this turn, this turn was a life-changing it one. It was life-changing. Life experience, life lesson, and... It's also still beautiful, though. Um, and it's in a space of my business has gotten way better. Mm-hmm. I have mostly, like, music producers, D, a, a DJ. Like, my, my music producer is Poppier. He produced, he produced Broken a Minute, okay. um, as well as Jerry Sprunger. He just got signed to Sony ATV Music Publishing. Nice. I got B-Racks from Atlanta. He did Yes Indeed for Little Baby and Drake. And he also did... Um, Little um, little Tekka and Little Uzi's Dolly. Mm. These are my clients. Like you know what I mean. Grammy nominated, multi platinum producers that I had the the chance to work with. Even upstairs, he's a singer from Atlanta. Upstairs, he's written for Chris Brown. All of his music is fire. That's my R and B client. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like I have another client named Cece. She's on. She's like the next female DJ Khaled. Or she's mm. doing executive producing records okay. and throwing it on YouTube on her YouTube channel. She has bringing all these artists together and gets executive producing her music herself. Mm. All my clients is what represents multi-artistry entertainment. They all are doing things that are unorthodox. Okay. Such as the Ron Suno, et cetera. Like the people that's like yeah. doing things that's not, has never been done before. Like that's the point. That's why it's made anything be possible. Gotcha. Yeah. When did it hit you like, oh shit, this shit is happening? When I got hired for rock, um, from Rock Nation during the COVID, I mean, getting my company, Multi Artistry Entertainment, a check from Live Nation, like, like a good, a good solid three to four checks. Like, literally, Rock Nation um, picking up Bobby Fishgale as one of my clients during the COVID. Okay. And being able to work and see what, you know, goes on in the Rock Nation operation and mm-hmm. being a part of that. And understanding that, oh, shit. They needed me during COVID. Exactly. I'm thankful. I needed the money too. Like, it's fine. And I'm happy that I was able to provide my service. And to have Rock Nation, like I said, like, I don't know, like, everything on my bucket list from when I was younger of loving these key conglomerates in hip-hop 
that have been making monumental waves in the mm-hmm. music industry, like Rough Riders, Bad Boy, mm-hmm. Rock Nation. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, even Murder, Inc. So, to the point where it's like, okay, the adventure situation with, you know, everybody there, not Earth Gotti, but um, the other one, forgot his name. But anyway, him, for example, he's doing what he's doing with Murder, Inc. Like, they still, they're still, everybody's still living on through their legacy. So for me, the fact that I was able to work with Bad Boy, I was able to work with Rock Nation, I was able to work with Rough Riders for the reunion tour. I, I made everything off my bucket list. Like, come on, that's hip hop right there. That is hip hop. So in terms of, and also, wait, 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 wait. Just also working with Young Dirty Bastard, Old Dirty Bastard's son. Yes, yes. From Wu-Tang and representing his daughter as well, Taniqua Jones, who's also my client, who's who's also Old Dirty Bastard's daughter. They was on WeTV. Like, so my act, like the access to like the Wu-Tang, the Rock Nation, to Rough Riders, Rough Riders. to Bad Boy, that's the whole industry. So that it was is. like, y'all can't even, so that's why, that's when, oh, girl, you did it. You got all of the four popping hip hop labels. You got it. Yo. So, you know, you did a little bit of Wu Tang here and there. Did your little, you know, Rough Riders, did a little bit of Rock Nation. Did a little, so, I, bab, like, I, I just can't ask for anything more. This is definitely what I dreamt of. The, Not know. the issues, but other than that, this is definitely I mean, what that, I, I manifested from birth. Yo, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know what's crazy? I hear people tell me, like, yo, or oh, I see it on social media, like, I want to make money when I'm sleeping. I want a residual income. But I'm like, you're not doing residual income work. So how can you expect <laughs> for a residual income to hit you when you're not putting in that work? We hear. You want some more do say? Because I think with, with that one, we'll have a whole other interview with these yeah. people talking about what they want to do versus yeah. what they, come on, what can not, you really do? What can you really do that's a total void? That is something that somebody needs when they sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and so that's can... my argument. But again, like you said earlier, not a lot of people are willing not, not a lot of people are willing to put in the work. Not a lot of people are willing to educate themselves. And we're not talking about school again. Let's go back to it. It's, it's not. It's, it's not about... honestly, it's like even sometimes it's like even your own family, like just people be so weird. Like you don't want to talk? Like, why are you so quiet? Like, yo, you're not going to learn anything. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not enabling you to, to do anything. Guess what? I'm going to continue walking and living my life and doing what I want to do this way. I'm not an, 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 like an, an enabler. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Imagine, it's, I'm 31. I've seen people die at 18 at birth or in the streets or family a friend, mm-hmm. do COVID, do whatever it is. So you think the, the rest of these years, I don't know. You think for the rest of these years, I'm going to sit here and be enabling people? But but that's the beauty for of the it. rest of my life. Because nah. at the end of the day, you don't, <laughs> you don't, because at the end of the day, you know your values, you know the growth, you know the process. In one of my shows, I'm like, I get uncomfortable when I start realizing I'm comfortable. Because I don't like being comfortable with something. I started being uncomfortable when I realized I'm the only, I'm the smartest person in, in, in the spot. Boom. Right there. I'd be so mad. Like, I ready to, like, I got to go. Like, where the other friend I got to hang out with right now? Because I feel crazy knowing that everyone is just only coming to me for something. Like, 
And that that's cool. Like that. But it's also like, yeah, it's cool because yeah. in terms of manipulation, but, you got them. But that's not why I, I'm not that egotistical bitch. Like, it's not that serious. Like, go live your life, bro. As long as you bring bring me what I need to bring at a certain time or do your job, I'm cool. I'm not, whatever. But you know what I mean? Some people no. are very like, they need that egotistical they need shit. That egotistical. To, but there's, I don't there's, need that. But this is... Let's go back to your company. Just right saying. Multi-artistry entertainment. No, M-A-E. Multi-artistry yes. entertainment. So wait. Where you get... Because we have multi-artistry entertainment. The artistry. So where did you get, ideally, multi-artistry entertainment? Oh my gosh. So Twitter and MySpace was my shit. Twitter and MySpace growing up was it for me like my 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 myspace actually was lit okay i had my top 10 or whatever did you have like the fucking shit falling out? Like, i had you know, everything like my music day. on the side with every i was lit like we yeah. was, i was an on jackie video dancing you know chicken noodle soup in my life away and on jackie and yeah, getting yeah, crazy yeah, hey. so i was in the streets like i was really dancing you know with my friends and i got popular because of that and i was always doing things so myspace was a space where I can literally, that's when I found my sexy. That's when I started loving myself. I'm sorry. Mm, no, go ahead. I'm going to go back to MySpace digging. That's when I was like, oh, I started calling myself the plus size Barbie. Bars. Shout out to Nikki. I was 19. That was around Nikki Minaj era. That was yes. the, itty, the itty, biggie, itty bitty piggy era. Nikki was on her Barbie shit. I'm like, no, I'm the plus size Barbie because there was never a plus size Barbie. Then it was like, eh, that ain't it. And then eventually, I was like, what can my business be? Because that was just my personal brand. Mm-hmm. What can my business be that represents all of the skills that I have? You know what I mean? I come from dancing, all types of dance. I played the piano and violin growing up. I was singing. I was I had dance groups. I had step teams, cheerleading teams, all these things that I've been doing my whole life mm-hmm. that was creative. So what is it that represents me? And it's like my multiple hats, yeah, my multiple talents, and throughout my whole life, uh, all this, all of the successful women that was in my life, mm-hmm. they used to say, Avery, you got to pick one thing and focus. Mm. And I think that's what motivated me to say, oh, no, it's multi-artistry entertainment. So any clients that I have, you're going to have multiple talents just like me. You're going to do things okay. unorthodox just like me. You're going to have different things going on in your career that's different and outlandish and whatever it is, and that's what's going to make us different. That's why Raja was dope and different. He was Southeast Asian Indian. I, I never, Nobody had no Indian hip-hop artists doing anything besides Nav. And I actually, him and Nav, Brooklyn's Batman is the one that got Raja and Nav mm-hmm. together. Shout out to Brooklyn's Batman. And so it's different people in my life that come in and, you know what I mean, help out, and I show love. So literally, like, it goes back to that. All of my clientele, I just want them to be different. I want them to all have their own pocket to be yes, in. Yes. Nobody has to feel like they're overstepping in nobody. Ron Suno is not competing with Tory Lane's producer. Ron Suno is not competing with CeCe, who is the executive producer looking to be the DJ Khaled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have another Nigerian artist. Her name is Tori. Tori Music that I'm working with. Just handling okay. some things out with her. She's really dope and different. She does like eclectic Nigerian pop. Mm. Totally different. You know what I'm saying? So I have my other homegirl, Yejin Hong, Korean trap. I got Korean Ooh. trap, Korean pop, K-pop, all of that. So all of my like clients and everything is not, I like I, everything I have is worth more than a million dollars. 
everything I got is a billion dollar company. Like that's how I feel about my business. It's a billion dollar company. Like everybody is like I'm able to reach so many different demographics of people of being that diverse. And I, I got a white rapper right now, too. His name is Eurobands. He's Serbian. Shout out to Eurobands and the whole rich block. I, I, I'm i mad at myself so, for not going to that. That shit was lit. I so know. I, had, I know. Yeah. I saw Mike and all of them all day. It was, was lit. It was like, lit. Was lit. So I, got, I even got a white rapper, too. Like, And he's not even... He's all about Black Lives Matter. He's all about... So I love my little Eurobands. And he, he goes to Rutgers University. Super cute. He's in college. He loves Kanye West too. We gotta bring him up. That's what. Yeah, nah, Y'all can talk about Kanye know. talk. Cause I love Kanye. Yo, as you know, he loves Kanye. Yo, was, people criticize me for it. And I'm like him too. But I, and I also got another I client. I less. I have another client. Um, morning after. He's from Baltimore. Totally dope. He reminds me of Raja a little bit with the impulsiveness. And he is someone that's like I taught myself how to sing. That was mm, Raja too. Okay. Raja taught him, himself how to sing. Um. Also, morning after, he's like, Avery, like, in, in Baltimore, like, not much artists come out of here and nah, make it. Baltimore is grimy. It's so grimy as fuck, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, we think the Bronx is hood. Baltimore is zombies. I went out there twice, and, it's, and I was, it's zombies out there. Yeah, it's worse. I mean, because yeah. you know what it is. We know what we know our New York yeah. stuff. We know our New York crackheads. I like that. You know, we nah, know, nah, right. we know what corner they're going to be at. Like, we know what's up. Out there, it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to 7-Eleven and almost died. Like, oh, hold on. I, got a yo, oh, I was just trying to get an Arizona. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like you know, I just think it's a great thing when I can take on multiple clients, and I—that's when I knew when my business was booming when I was able to take on all these people and be able to schedule it out in a way where nobody's overlapping. Mm, bars. That's when I did it. And also, you see, I know. Go ahead. Because of Ron, Rock Nation hit me up. Ron didn't do anything in terms of talking to them. It was me, my work ethic, and the work that was put out mm-hmm. in regarding the clients and in certain articles and press and things that was done that they were like, oh, nah, we love what you're doing with this guy. We've been watching it. The fact that you even went viral, he went viral. Yeah. Ron, during COVID, with Hip Hop Harry. I know. I you know what I mean? That. I connected him with Hip Hop Harry. And ever since then, Hip Hop Harry is verified. They got every Saturday, they, they go live with so many other people. So it's like the things that we can do with my resources and everything. Ooh. Oh, the resources and everything that's going on with that brand in itself. Like, it's not, it's like we forever, we, we forever got Hip Hop Harry as an ally. Because we, we we resurfaced his company and made it back pop it again. Nah, you did. You did. Because I Ron was like, did. Ron did. Yes. Yeah. That, and that's Ron did. You're right. He was, that was his natural self being himself. And he did it. You know what I'm saying? So. And that was smart. He did. It, that's that's that when, when you are, when you smart organically, that's just what that happened. That was just smart. My, my boy's smart. That was very smart. Very <laughs> but yeah, smart. So yeah, like, you know, just going viral and. Us doing different things, but him giving back to his friend and sending money to his friend whose mother passed away because of COVID. We did that. Him going out to the schools and doing... All, so it's like, even with COVID, we didn't let anything stop us. Mm-hmm. I, I'm lucky to have had people in my life that didn't want me to stop along with them. You're meant for this. This is... This is your this is your journey. This is your process, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and throughout the process we have to learn how to trust it. 
Oh, and I hate to say, I was saying it earlier, I'm like, yo, I hate that in this process we have to be patient. However, it's not be patient not do anything. You have to be patient and continue working. And you've been working. You've been working. You've been working. And I, I've been patient, and, 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 and <laughs> You have been patient, but it's your time is coming because you, you, you're telling your story. And this mm-hmm. is why you're here. This is why I've, I I wanted you here. I wanted to work with you because of you. I it, I know what I know your fucking clientele. I know that, but I wanted to work with you because of you. I look at longevity. I'm not with the whole instant gratification. I mm-hmm. look at longevity, and I'm looking at your eyes because I'm letting you know. Mm-hmm. I look at longevity. So at the end of the day, I know what you are about, and I know at the end of the day, you made that dream into reality. And that's the beauty of it. And the thing is that for some, it may be chaotic. But I feel like chaos is beauty. Yes. And, and um, oh, my gosh. Uh, growing up, I'll never forget. My mother is a full-blown OCD, like OCD. Me, I'm not OCD so much. I'm particular about things, but I'm not OCD. Okay. Mother's, my mom's OCD. I'm like, oh, I was like, I'll leave something right here, whatever. She go crazy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. my whole life, I was used to somebody that was not with that shit. Clean up behind yourself or whatever, you know. Me, I'm like more of a like, all right, we can leave it there for the next two hours. Like I go back, I'll come pick that up when I get back up, whatever. She's like, get up, pick that up, do it, you know. She don't play, mm-hmm. so I think that. That aspect is something that I adapted from my mother of while I'm at work. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. To where I took that skill for work, and it makes me very, like... But that's okay. At work. This more on an underground level, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you're le- you're in a different place in your life. I feel like My level is very weird. But you're still leveling up. No, what's 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 weird about it is that I was speaking about this on LinkedIn. Okay, go ahead. My professional background is very superb. Mm-hmm. So that's what keeps me ahead of the curve. Amongst anybody that's looking to do PR, that's just jumping in. Okay? So I have not that I have a leg up, no, I worked for it and that's that's my fucking leg. You know? But to say that, like it, it, it took a lot of work to be able to say now in my career as an entrepreneur, small business, self-employed, mm-hmm. that I can get a check from Live Nation, Rock Nation. And that's dope. Years, years to come. You know what I mean? Years later. I would never think that. I would never thought that COVID would bring that. But I was just saying earlier, like, COVID, you know... I'm keeping a bug to some. I went through a lot of deaths, no, no, too. No, so no there was a lot of death with COVID, but also, I think this, 2020 was the year of the creators. And I'm, those and people I, who were not really creators, they did something else. You picked up something else. You picked up trading. You picked up stocks. You picked up fucking Instacart. You picked up yeah, whatever Postmates. You picked up Uber Eats. You picked up DoorDash. You did what you needed to do I to did get... That. I got DoorDash money coming in. Same right. here. I got DoorDash money. I got money. the whip. I got the DoorDash bag. Me too. Don't High ever, five. 
Bang. Don't Same ever here. think that we're not trying to get money in between trips. Absolutely. Okay? Money don't grow on trees. It's there to be made. No, that's a fact. That's definitely there's money there. Doesn't mean somebody gonna give it to you. It has to be made. It's there. That's why I tell people I'm like, there's money out there. It's just you learning how to make like you you gotta really put yourself out there and be like, stop saying there's no money. Or stop saying I can't find a job. When I hear people tell me I can't find a job, oh, I tell them I'm my like God. stop. It. The laziness has to stop. Stop. I'm like, I had to tell them, I'm like, stop. Because at the end of the day, if I have to pay my rent or whatever, and I, I'm, I'm a definition. So are you? You're a definition of entrepreneur. Full blown entrepreneur. It's not easy. It's not. Sometimes there's, uh, there's. You're working. You know what the difference is? I tell people, I'm like, listen, I, and I don't knock nobody. I'm not here to knock nobody. I, I, I'm here in a place where I'm like, if I can do it, you too. So stop mm-hmm. it. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear it. So I feel like... And people if, can't get mad at when people give somebody tough love. Like, stop getting mad at tough love because guess what? Y'all don't even know what love feels like. So take something. But it's just that, you know what? Though? Again, <laughs> take we, it. we could go back into it, like, in so many ways, perception or internet or whatever. Like, you know, like, we, have, we live in an era where everything is basically social media and... Um, they, uh, people take their relationships or the opinions of what social media has to say. Me personally, I, this is how I look at it. I'm like, in order for me to take your opinion, I have to look at your lifestyle. That's how I look at life. Oh my gosh. Do you know, that's how I am all the time. So as soon as people start talking, should be tuned out and it's bad. It's bad. I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> With that being said. And it's so bad. It's like, it's not, you don't want to be tapped out. We're talking to people. You want to be engaged. You want to seem like you're engaged. So don't have me tapped out like that. No, nah, that's a fact. But look, I'm going to keep it a bug again, going back to like everything. Throughout what else you want to know? You want to know if I got an industry bull I'm single. I just want to, no, no, no. I know, listen, let me tell you something. I'm single. I know you're single because she's been, putting it you i've seen you put it out there yes i no feel like at the i'm gonna work day, in my business we're gonna do very important no no no. that's gonna be a, another show because we're gonna work I, I got something in we're mind. gonna work we're gonna work let's get it let's but get it. i want to just say again um before you know we played the music video and everything i want to just say me as a latina from the bronx you know I don't give a fuck what anybody got to tell me or whatever or like how whatever this industry is Continue going because you are an inspiration. Because as a woman in this industry, it's not easy. I'm not one of your. I, I feel like I, I don't like I don't like that jealousy shit. I really don't. So continue, continue Thank you. improving because people like you inspire me. So when your book comes out, I am a reader. I am supporting, meaning I am buying, meaning. I want to see you go to a higher place. And you put me in a place where I'm just like, yo, if she can do it, I can do it. And that's why it's inspiring because you're from the Bronx. I'm from the motherfucking I, you know, Bronx, you did, That was another reason why, like, how I even met Ron Suno's team is very, very crazy. Um, it was through a 16-year-old young white boy intern that was mm-hmm. interning at United Masters mm. at the time. 16-year-old boy. Said Avery, 
You gotta see this guy, Ron Suno. He did 10 million. 10 million. That's what he said. Ch- Cheddar Jack. He goes, Avery, he did 10 million. I know you can work with him. I know you can take him to the next level. You, I'm gonna put you in touch with his manager, Bo. You gotta meet these guys, man. You gotta work with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest is history. I, I'm never wanna take any experience back. Mm hmm. Everything that I've did from interning at BET in the talent department, from interning at Sony Music in the A&R department, from then going to Bad Boy, working as an intern for a year and a half, and then getting a job, working at Revolt TV, working at first Revolt launch party, and then boom, getting the job as an executive in operations, running six of of Diddy's companies under that umbrella, as well as facilities and and security and tech um, in the building. So that's something that happened in 2014 that was six years ago i have my own company i've been running my own company since then and on that sixth year rock nation cut a check so you don't you never know what your journey is like do not take it for granted Mm -hmm. people will not appreciate you and you got to keep your head high and show them that they got to appreciate you respect yourself by always putting parameters around your working relationships. Don't ever let anybody take advantage of you. And if you start to see that happening, pull them to the side and let them know that you know what's going on. If you don't, they will continue to take advantage of you in this business. So to end with that, do not get played. Mm. Play the game. The game is to be what? Sold, not told. Ours. M-A-E, multi-artistry entertainment. You guys got to join the wave, you heard? May anything be possible. May anything be possible. And y'all already know the vibes. I want to say thank you to everybody who tuned in. Uh, Thank you for commenting, subscribing, liking, all the good shit. 